Hello, I'm Boz. And I'm Ben. And this week we'll be talking about taking on turkeys. A dad's dangerous display. A blistering birdie. And violated villains. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. Hello. 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 We are back. We are. It's just getting dark, isn't it? Getting real dark. <laughs> <laughs> the, the clocks have just changed and it's all of a sudden it feels like winter. I hate it. Well, no, was, I don't hate it. The but. clocks changing was such a winner for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the morning after the wedding oh, that Emma and I went to. Perfect. And we're up till like gone midnight. Well, it's only like 11 o'clock, isn't it? Yeah. Perfect. Kind of, like, everybody forgot that the clocks changed. Yeah. And you sort of woke up about 7.30. Yeah. Thinking, why don't I feel so bad? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's 8.30. Th- th- that is the weird thing of the mi- the modern age. You don't have to change any of your clocks anymore. They all change yeah. themselves, don't they? Yeah. So you wake up and you're like, you never know. <laughs> it's, it's like an elf has <laughs> yeah, been in and like giving you true. an extra like sleep, like a wizard or something. It's just yeah. giving you like a, a one extra hour. <laughs> Uh, I didn't really get that feeling because I went to I, I knew it was changing, so I didn't intentionally stay up later, but effectively ended up just staying up an hour later than I normally would. Did Did you go past? Because they actually change it too. Two, yeah. Because apparently nobody is awake at two a.m. Not true. (laughs) I'm always awake at two o'clock. So you literally went back in time. Yeah. At two o'clock. Yeah. It was then it one o'clock. It became one o'clock. And you got that hour again. Yeah, effectively, yeah. What did you do with it? I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I went to sleep and then woke up at bloody eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, I didn't need to wake up at eight o'clock in the morning. I was hoping to wake up at nine. But <laughs> my body was like, oh, it's nine o'clock now then, isn't it? <laughs> Stupid body. <laughs> you don't know nothing. <laughs> do you want a joke? To cheer me up for yeah. being so tired. <laughs> yeah, go on then. What is the difference between the black-eyed peas and chickpeas. I uh, know. What's the difference between black-eyed peas and the chickpeas? The black-eyed peas can sing us a song. Chickpeas can only hum us one. <laughs> you pronounce that so bad. <laughs> you hum us. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. I like that joke. <laughs> the delivery wasn't great, but I like the joke in general. It's hummus. <laughs> yeah, you've got to say hum us one. No, you, you don't say, say hummus. Hum- hummus. And then you go oh, hummus hummus. Yeah. That- I don't say hummus. I say hummus. <laughs> you say hummus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like the joke. It's a good joke, but I'm not going to laugh at it. <laughs> uh, talking of jokes, have you seen about whales? Ah. <laughs> um, have you seen this about whales wanting to change their name? To Wales. To Wales, but in <laughs> Welsh, yeah. yeah. So in the football, it is, it is in the football, isn't it? Yeah, it was in the... the I assume it's in all football, but it was the men's football they were talking about. Yeah. Uh, after the World Cup, they want to change their name on the international stage to Cymru, which is Welsh for Wales. Yeah. Uh, spelt C-Y-R-M-U, which is fine. I don't have any problem with that, really. Yeah, that's um, fine. But 
so they said that they were following the example that has been set by Turkey, who are now like it's sp- still spelled Turkey. Well, it's spelled differently, but it still looks like Turkey. It's just T U R K I Y E. Yeah. And then also they said Azerbaijan. I can't find out what Azerbaijan are called now. Uh, everywhere on the internet, <laughs> it still says they're called Azerbaijan. So, or in what I think Azerbaijan, how you write it, which is with the B A I J A N at the end. I assume that what they've changed their name to is Azerbaijan, or it, written in English, right. Azerbaijan, which is A Z upside down E. Nice. Yep. B A Y C A N. Now, so Cymru is obviously really easy because it uses an English alphabet. How do you write an upside down E? How do you type that? I have no idea. I know how to draw it, but I don't yeah. know how to, how do you type that? Um, and presumably, we'd still call them Wales because Spain don't call their team Spain. No. They call their team Spain in Spanish. It's Spania, yeah. And Portugal call their team Portugal in Portuguese. Yeah. They speak because they speak Portuguese. <laughs> this is what this is what I was interested by. Is I got no problem with with Wales wanting to call it Cymru. They already do apparently like, the, yeah, on all their websites. They speak their language. <laughs> well, sort of they do. <laughs> yeah. they don't, a lot of Welsh people don't speak Welsh, but they still they are like it's a revivalist yeah. movement, which is great. I like the revivalist movement, and it's it's good to see like more languages coming back. A little bit of an interesting thing, like it's almost like a nationalistic thing mm. as time is going on that like. Uh, languages are sort of coming back like uh, there's a push for a Maori language to yes, be yeah. recognised although that was because it was driven out and I guess same is true of Welsh it was driven out of Wales we by tried. English we, yeah, tried. we did our best <laughs> <laughs> and Gaelic as well I suppose Irish Gaelic is similar um, so I've got, I'm supportive of all of that but the the reason why like you said the reason why we call it Wales in an international tournament is because the lingua franca of an international tournament is English. Yes. So it makes sense that everyone's name is written in English because that is the language of the tournament. Yes. On the international stage. It doesn't have to be English. And quite often if you if you watched it in Germany, yeah. The all of the names would be in German, yeah. wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which again is fine. So if everybody watching in Wales, <laughs> as far as they're concerned, it will be Cymru. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't really know what's changing. <laughs> That's the bit I don't understand. I I don't like. I I understand it from the Welsh point of view specifically because the Welsh were and to some extent still are oppressed by the English. Yeah, I don't understand it really for a Turkey because. Turkey has never been oppressed by the English, as far as I know. We've never really... That isn't part of, like, the British Empire or anything. Like, English is not the language which has oppressed Turkey. I think there are places that have possibly oppressed Turkey. Yeah. But I don't think any of them speak English. So, why... Why do they need it to be, like, to for their name in the international tournament bit to be spelt in Turkish? That's the bit I don't understand. Do you think that? Do you think there's any way that Turkey is being confused with another country like Swaziland? Is no longer Swaziland because they thought people were confusing it with Switzerland. 
So now it's called... Is that really why they changed the name of Swaziland? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Genuinely. <laughs> so we're turkey concerned that we're confusing it with... with birds. The birds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, these, these are humans. <laughs> what? <laughs> we prepared for playing a team of 11 birds. <laughs> Backseat Coaches presents WWE. Bracket S. I have another world's weirdest event. Hooray. Tenuous weather as racket sports. Pro- it, it's probably not a sport. It, it, it's not a sport. Uh, interesting. <laughs> have we ever done one that's not a sport before? I think we've had ones which are questionable. Yeah. I, I don't think this is a sport as per our definition of a sport. Right. You don't think there's any way you could define it as a sport? Not unless it's still done like the old way. Like they might do... At primary school, you'll understand in okay. a sec. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it is competitive, so okay. There's that. <laughs> That's something, at least. Yeah. Uh, so when this goes out, it will actually be bonfire night. Yes, it will. So I thought we'd take a look at fireworks championships. Okay. Where they fire the meat? No, you don't <laughs> fire <them laughs> each other. <laughs> Yeah, so I assume they are. It's like a stylistic thing, is it? I nowhere could I find how they are judged. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only that they happen. Only that they are judged. Yes, they are judged because it is a competition. So yeah, we know that, but we don't know on what metrics. No, nope. um, <laughs> this one is better than this one. So, and there's a quite a few in the UK. Okay, so. That kind of makes sense because... Being bonfire night. Given that we have bonfire night and it's very dark here a lot of the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I like my house. (laughs) Constantly setting up the fireworks. (laughs) It's getting dark outside. (laughs) Um, Catherine wheels last the longest. That's what you want, isn't it? True, yeah. If you've got to do some sort of writing or something where you need a lot of light all the time. (laughs) Just have to do it. Every time one goes around, quick, quick, write it. Um, so in the UK, there are the British British Musical Fireworks Championships okay. in Stockport. So that sounds like obviously set to music. Set to music. And I think you could f- quite easily judge that by like how on beat it is yep. and how well the sort of design of it matches the tone of the song. Yes. Because if it's a sad song, you want sad fireworks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> when one's like shower things down, that's like turning tears, isn't it? Um, uh, that was uh, late September. Okay, that's quite that's quite September early. Twenty fourth. Yeah. Um, there is also the British Fireworks Championships in Plymouth. So I guess it doesn't necessarily need to be to music. So that's the non-musical one. Do you think that is just you bring your best firework? What? <laughs> one just firework. firework. You've got one chance. That's the 17th and 18th of August. That's um, extremely early. It doesn't get dark in August. There are... Yeah. yeah. They won't be able to start until like 10. Yeah. Well, even like... Even the middle of the night, I think, in August, is not like the middle of the night in November. It's not like 8 o'clock in November. Yeah, exactly. Well, 4 o'clock in the moment. <laughs> um, rules, place restrictions on budget, duration, and amount of ordinance that can be used. 
So the number, or uh, maybe like weight, total weight. Uh, yeah, like weight of gunpowder. Yeah. Because the ordnance is the bit that explodes, right? Yeah. That's interesting. So you could just have one massive firework. <laughs> I'm within the ordnance records. <laughs> just blowing everyone out of the water. <laughs> Blow up Plymouth. Yeah. And then the um, World Fireworks Championships mm-hmm. were held in Blackpool across several weekends, the 1st, 15th, 27th, and 28th of October, uh, which strikes me as a strange time to hold them in Blackpool because nobody's going to see them. Because nobody's in Blackpool in October. Oh, yeah. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I have been to Blackpool in October. Yeah. And it is stuck. It is bare. I don't think people go to Blackpool in the summer anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But people do go to Blackpool once the lights are on. Like the Christmas lights. Yeah. That is the big draw. And they're not on by that time, I don't think. Go for the fireworks, stay for the lights. True, yeah, yeah. Advertising campaign. You've got to stay there for like three weeks until it gets turned <laughs> on. It says it brings together the creme de la creme of the world's fireworks elite. Okay. But so th- that was the world championships. That's the world championships. Yeah. Couldn't find much more about about that. Okay. You just, you go and you shoot your shot. Yeah. And hopefully it But explodes. still, you don't know whether it's like stylistic or is it... Fastest, longest, <laughs> most. Who's <laughs> got the most fireworks? Um, did find a little bit more about the British Fireworks Championship. Okay, which are in That's Plymouth. In Plymouth. Okay. So the displays are ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. Started in 1997, and they're still going. Yep, there's a lot of fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Six professional display companies are selected by draw to compete, uh, and then. Uh. It's over two evenings, so three per evening. So if you go to watch, you get like 30 minutes of fireworks yeah. in two nights. That's pretty good. Yeah. 30 minutes is probably too long, I think. Potentially. You need breaks, I suppose, in between. Yeah. Like, you know, when you go to like a big fireworks display, like the Veil fireworks. Yeah. And you're like looking up for a while and you're like, my neck is starting to hurt now. <laughs> I think hopefully they just finish this soon. And then you turn away and it, like yeah, it's yeah. just seared uh, into your. <laughs> oh, vision. I thought you were going to say, and then the best ones go off because that's <laughs> the, oh, inevitably what happens. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'll just rest my. Oh. <laughs> um, every sixth year, there is a champions event where winners of the five previous years, plus the last champions event winner, return to compete. Nice. That's quite cool. A champions yeah. of champions. That's really cool. It's cool that they invite the last champion of champions as well. I yeah. like that a lot. Um, so if you just keep winning that and only that. You could go forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and never go to like any of the in-between ones. Just be like yeah. the champion of champions. Um, that actually, I don't think you should be allowed to enter. If you win that champion of champions, you shouldn't be allowed to enter any of the next ones. Oh, you retire. You take the trophy and keep it. Exactly. And that's it. But you're allowed to come back to the next champion of champions. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Because yeah, you're like yeah. the, the reigning champion yes. of champions then. Yeah. But, I imagine that probably is the case, maybe, because you're because you're guaranteed a spot at the champion. Yeah, champions, and it would be unfair for you to go to like the ones in, you just like you just knock them all over when you're yeah. champion of champions. Um, so when I say it isn't a sport, it doesn't really have a physical aspect. Yeah, unless you're lighting the fireworks by hand and you have to run up and down with like. How, <laughs> how else are you going to do it? 
Well, they do it with computers, don't they? No, do they really? Yeah. Oh, it, that's so. I did not know that. It's all timed with the computers. Uh, 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 why are they so bad at it then? So you just press go, and then oh, it'll just, it'll just, it'll, it essentially sparks it. Oh, I never just knew like, that. Like spark plugs, like ignited. Yeah. And so and it, it just sets them off exactly so, when they're supposed to go. So, if that's the case, there's never really any time that it shouldn't be on the beat unless you've got bad programmers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If it's a literally, you press start at the start of the routine and it just times it out in yeah. the time of the song. That seems to, I think they should have to do it the old fashioned way, especially in the music one anyway, <laughs> yeah. because it's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so searching for other competitions and, uh, well, was for searching for more information on the World Fireworks Championships, which yeah. I didn't find, I did find the World Pyro Olympics, which okay. is an annual competition amongst amongst top fireworks companies in the world held in Manila in the Philippines. Nice. I imagine anything goes there. Oh, definitely. Mental. Yeah. There's a minimum amount of coordinates <laughs> yeah. beyond that. <laughs> Get as much as you can. <laughs> Dynamite? Okay. <laughs> uh, so this takes place over five days with two countries performing on each day. Um, there's like winners and runners up as well as a... Uh, people's choice award okay is this is it just fireworks it's called the pyro so is it other stuff as well or is it just fireworks i could only see it's fireworks okay i'd hope it'd be like fire spinning fire breathing, yeah setting fire to houses well like you know you've seen you've seen the ramstein gig right you've seen like videos yeah. of ramstein gig that's what i think of as pyro oh like, yeah fireworks on its own is not really yeah, pyro just, like genuine just fire yeah like flamethrowers <laughs> and like colored t- uh, towers of flame yeah. and like wearing a like jetpack thing that's got a fire flame thing and then you put another guy in a pot and then you set it on fire <laughs> that's what they do at ramstein and that's what i want to see at the Paralympics. um first event took place in 2005 uh nine countries took part now they like 10 countries go 10 mm-hmm. countries are selected the UK has won it six times. Really? The most of any country. Wow. Something we're good at. Setting things on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Champion. <laughs> Champion. And would you rather... So, based on your... Uh, exciting thing i've just come up with a would you rather on the fly i mean i had one prepared i know but i want to do it <laughs> i don't do, i haven't done one for ages um so would you rather do a fireworks display all on your own no computers uh so with, go with a little flame stick and yeah a little and flame stick and it's got to like match the beat and everything or go to blackpool oh, i'd rather have a go at doing the fireworks oh yeah yeah really yeah I think what's the fireworks... worst that could happen? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what's the worst of the time going to Blackpool is, the, <laughs> is another thing. But I find fireworks terrifying. <laughs> I always have. My dad does a fireworks display every year. Does he really? And it, it has... I haven't been for years. Because yeah. <laughs> you fear for your life. <laughs> but they, they have become known as dad's danger works. Because <laughs> <laughs> quite often they will tip over. And I remember it's... when we were very young, um, it had one of... We had... My dad was doing some fireworks in the back garden. Yeah. And you know those Roman candles that fire like quite a few oh, yeah, yeah. out. Where you like dig them into the 
the yeah, ground. Yeah. Only it, it wasn't in the ground enough. So every time one <laughs> fired, it tipped a different direction. <laughs> so it's literally going everywhere, like at the house, oh, at the neighbor's house. It, just that is <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> and we're just like, woo! <laughs> yeah. I guess as a kid, you're like, yeah, this is fun. But I, I will never forget the back of the Mario Balotelli story where he set his house on fire with some, with some fireworks. Well, he was just trying to see what he was doing, wasn't he? <laughs> Let me just light this fire. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I would definitely take my chances on a weekend in Blackpool. <laughs> and would you rather... I have a game for us this week. Hooray. We've missed Halloween, uh... but not by much. Yeah, even on recording we have. It was yesterday, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So it's Halloween season. Spooky season. That's what they call it. Um, this will do. So I found a quiz for us to do together. Okay. That Beano.com oh. likes to call Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Great. I'm definitely <laughs> going to clip that little bit of your voice out. <laughs> and I'm going to make one of my little Shaz's Nations League quiz <laughs> ones. <laughs> Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Epic Halloween Sports Quiz Epic Halloween Sports Quiz Epic Epic Halloween Sports Quiz Epic Halloween Sports Quiz Epic Halloween Quiz Sports Epic Halloween Sports Quiz Epic Halloween Sports Quiz Epic Halloween Sports Quiz Epic Halloween Sports Quiz Excellent, I love the Beano Did you used to read the Beano when you were a kid? Yeah Me too A lot Uh, Yeah, that and the Dandy Love the Dandy as well Desperate Dan. I always sort of thought that the dandy was a poor man's beano. <laughs> it was a lot, yeah. <laughs> like, there was but some, I did read it. There was one in there was one thing that was in the dandy that I loved. I can't remember what it was. I feel like it was a group of of something, but I can't remember what it was. There was just one strip that I really liked in the dandy. But the beano had definitely had the yeah. the stronger sort of main I mean Dennis and Nasher. You yeah. can't you can't really go wrong with Dennis the Menace. Are they still going? But is it all it was a cartoon for a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved the cartoon actually of that show. It and was really good. I, I don't know. I don't know if it like if the, the, the can you buy comics anymore. I was going to say is that even they were paper, weren't they? They were, yeah. they were made on paper. I've not seen them, but I haven't looked for them. No. Maybe I should look for them. I would quite like to buy one if you're still going. <laughs> Ten quid. Save that. Yeah, yeah, it probably would be. Like they used to be like ten p, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> it used to be well cheap. Uh, so this is 10 questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will give us the answers as we go or okay. at the end. We'll just see as we go. That's yeah, fine. we'll have to answer the first one and see. So do, question do one. Do we select the answers on there? Yeah, they're okay, multiple so choice. We won't, we won't have to remember what we've answered. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, well, I think so anyway. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried clicking them yet because uh, I don't want to give yeah, away an yeah, answer. Yeah. Um, question one. Which England player wore the 13 shirt at the Euros in 2021. Oh. 13, spooky. 
Yeah, unlucky number. That's a tough question. John Stones. Uh-huh. Jaden Sancho. Aaron Ramsdale. Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard even there? I don't think he was in the squad, was he? Let's rule him out then. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, maybe he was, but was I don't, Aaron Ramsdale I don't think he even in the squad? Is Aaron Ramsdale a keeper? Yeah. Okay. I think 13 is a backup keeper's number, isn't it? A lot of the time. Maybe he was so there then. I think then. it's possible that it was... But was he, was he the backup keeper? Pickford was the keeper, wasn't he? Pickford. So and then you would have Pope. had Pope, Henderson. Maybe not Possibly Henderson. He Henderson. wasn't getting... He no, was at United, early, so he wasn't getting yeah. any game time. It was a bit long ago for Henderson. But who? there was somebody else... Joe Hart? Was it Joe Hart? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe 12 and 13 then are the backup goalkeeper numbers. Yeah. So 12 might have been Pope and 13 might have been Ramsdale. Was it Sancho, the other one? Sancho and Stones. I think Stones. not Stones. He played five, didn't he? Or four. He was one of the starting centre-backs. I thought Sancho was a possibility. Possibly. But no, I think then got to quite. He was he never started, and he will have quite a high number. Yeah, let's go Ramster. Yeah, I think Ramster. Let's go. Oh, it's just highlighted it. We uh, move on to the next question. Oh, uh, do you need me to write these down in case they <laughs> guess it'll go? No, we'll remember what we said, won't we? What is Queens Park FC's spooky nickname? Spiders, uh, mummies, bones, cauldrons. Wait. Oh, Queen's Park, the Scottish team. Queen's Park FC. I was expecting you to say Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Queen's Park are a Scottish team, aren't they? And what do they like in Scotland? Cauldrons. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all witches. <laughs> uh, what were the, the choices? I was just expecting Rangers to come yeah. up, so I wasn't listening. <laughs> Spiders. Yeah. Mummies. Ooh. Bones. The Queen's Park Bones. Surely not. Or the Queen's Park Cauldrons. Queen's Park Spiders? Uh, Queen's Park Shit Spiders? (laughs) (laughs) The Queen's Park Shit Spiders. I don't think spiders. I don't think... I don't know what what colour they play in. I thought mummies. Mummies is a possibility, but I don't think so, unless it means something else. Bones? You wouldn't think bones, would you? Cauldrons? I I would have thought cauldrons. Probably after Hamlet, right? That's a Scottish play. That's the one that starts with the witches, isn't it? Yeah. I, that would be my guess. Uh, I've got no better guess. No. Cauldrons. Yeah. The Chicago Cubs endured a curse for 71 years. What animal is said to be responsible? I think we've talked about this before, I haven't think we? think so. Well, we'll see if yeah. you think what Let's see if I remember, because I can't remember. A cat, a bat, a goat, a snake. Was it a goat? I think it was a goat. I think it was a goat. Yeah. Didn't I can't remember the story now. I'm sure it was an on this day. Didn't uh, didn't somebody like curse them because they wouldn't let his goat in? Yeah. Oh, he tried to smuggle it in, I think. Yeah. Or, and maybe got kicked out because he, and then he cursed it. I put a curse on Yeah. <laughs> and then they didn't win a championship for years and years. <laughs> I think goat. Let's go goat. Uh question four. What is Melbourne Football Club's nickname? Devils, demons, spirits, sorry, no, sprites, bats. Sprites? Devils, demons, sprites, bats. Poor. 
I'm gonna not go with sprites. I don't think. Yeah, they're not scary. Are no, they? sprites are like little fun things. I guess they're like impish sprites, yeah. but they're not like devils or anything. They're Melbourne devils. They're Melbourne demons. Melbourne bats. Melbourne devils. Yeah, the I'd say more. it's not bats. Uh, so devils or demons? Is it is Melbourne in Tasmania? I don't know what's in Tasmania. Melbourne's in Melbourne. It's in the. Uh, South New South Wales. Yeah. That's the only state that I know. Queensland, that's the other one. Is it in one of them too? They're not in Tasmania, is what you're saying to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you would think that a football team, if they're going to be called the Devils, you'd think that they would be from Tasmania, right? Yeah. The Tasmanian Devils, of course. Yeah. Doesn't mean nobody else can be called the Devils though. No, but you would think if there was a Tasmanian team and then another team would call the Devils, they'd be like, oh, Cultural appropriation. <laughs> you get kicked out. Animal appropriation. Yeah. This is the only thing people know us for. It Taz is, out of It is our culture. Yeah. The Looney Tunes are our culture. Basically, yeah. So demons? I would... I think you're right. The devil sounds better. But I think for that reason, I would go demons, I think. Okay. Uh, question five. Which of the following linebackers played for the Kansas City Chiefs? Frank Zombie, Frank Zombo, Frank Zomba, or Frank Frank Brains? <laughs> and they spelt brains with one, two, three, five A's. Oh, I thought you were going to say Z's. <laughs> five Z's at the end. <laughs> um, I feel like I've seen this before. I think it's Zomba with an A. I think. I mean, what are the chances it's Frank Zombie? I, I think it's unlikely to be Frank <laughs> Zombie. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have a better question about it. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously not the last one. So what was the what was the other? Zomba. Zombo. Zombo. Zomba. I mean, it could be... Zomba, surely. I would think Zomba. That sounds like Italian, doesn't it? Zombo doesn't sound like Zombo an actual an, name. It's a name of a clown, isn't it? Yeah, that's like a nickname that you get. Yeah. Oh, Zombo. <laughs> Especially if you're Australian. Um, question six: Which Manchester United legend was born on Halloween? Ooh. David Beckham, Marcus Rashford, Paul McGrath, Sir Bobby Charlton. Well, they were saying a lot about Marcus Rashford being twenty-five the other day. Really? But I don't know if it's because he turned twenty-five. I would contend with him being a legend at this point. Yeah, he scored his hundredth goal. Only. Uh, he the may 22nd Man United player to score 100 goals for them. He may in the future be a legend, but I think he's too young. You can't class somebody in the middle of their career as a legend yet, I don't think. Could there be no? Possibly. But I think that if you're going to say legend, I mean, Bobby Charlton is the obvious choice. Yeah. He is a, an England legend, never mind a Man United legend. Beckham is also a legend. So the question should have been, which of these is a Manchester United legend? Is a legend, legend? yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I also uh, don't know. I think it, I, I would go, just based on the fact that this is legend, I'm not saying Paul McGrath, because I don't even know who that is. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm saying Bobby Charlton or Beckham. What do you, I feel like at one point I had a squad card of David Beckham or something that had his date of birth on it. That doesn't really help, but I don't remember it being Halloween, but I also wouldn't really recognise it being Halloween. 
If you had to have a guess, what month do you think David Beckham was born in? What's the stupidest month? <laughs> Late in the year. Late in the year. Because then he's youngest in his year. Yeah, so, so not October, because yeah. that's early in the school year. Yeah. I'm saying Bobby Charlton. Bobby Charlton's quite a smart bloke. Fair. <laughs> I reckon Beckham's born like end of August, <laughs> right on the bloody calf. Question seven. In Brazil, there's an American football team with a Halloween-themed name. What are they called? Sao Paulo Ghosts, Brasilia Zombies, Porto Alegre Pumpkins. <laughs> that's Rolls good, off the tongue. That's really, I like that a lot. Bello Horizonte Vampires. Could be the vampires. Ooh. Sao Paulo Ghosts sounds quite good. Sao Paulo, I think, playing black and white, as I remember. That's kind of ghostly, isn't it? Yeah. What? I like the... Porto Alegre that one. pumpkins. Yeah, that, that <laughs> really feels nice to me. <laughs> but you wouldn't call your team the pumpkins, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Not unless they were a little bit chubby. <laughs> You're like a lower division team. Come on, pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. Maybe maybe pumpkin is more threatening in like, Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> El pumpkin. Um, vampires would you call Bello Horizonte vampires vampires. I don't know if you'd call a team vampires because it means you like leech off other people's success basically that's what a vampire is isn't it I guess so I think that's a bit a bit derogatory to your own team it's scary but only in like they're not like (laughs) they're more like Uh, or Brasilia Zombies. I think... Uh, uh, El Zombies. <laughs> is it... Oh, that's like Dia de los Muertos. That's not really zombies either, is it? That's Mexican no. anyway. But yeah. It's not zombies. It's like Day of the Dead. They like celebrate the dead. Yeah. But, that's, but in a good way. Yeah, but that is Mexico rather than South America. Yeah. Is, where was zombies? That was like witch doctory type stuff, wasn't it? Where zombies yeah. come from. Is that South America or is that I imagine Africa? there's a little bit of it. Yeah, I I don't know why I kind of associate zombies with South America in general. Like there's a bit about the culture. <laughs> there's some zombies in it. I might be completely <laughs> wrong in that, but it's... they've got a bit about them, haven't they? Yeah, they there's a little bit of zombie in them. <laughs> um, I reckon it's probably the ghosts. You're gonna so. go with the ghosts? Yeah, yeah I I could go with that. Uh, eight. Former New York Giants player Eddie Lee Williams's name. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. Eddie Lee Williams's <laughs> yeah, name it, yeah. isn't particularly frightening, but what was his Halloween-friendly nickname? Uh. Haunted Eddie. <laughs> 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 just got a glazed look in yeah. his eyes. <laughs> oh, I've, had a, I've had a long life, man. Haunted Eddie. Boo. Trick. Treat. <laughs> treat <laughs> Eddie the treat <laughs> Eddie the treat Williams you can't call him Eddie the treat that's dirty Eddie the trick trick is possible yeah trick is a possibility trick is I Haunted think Eddie boo I have a feeling it might be boo you reckon I think old sports players had boo as a nickname isn't there like a few like boo what's boo Radley's is that a thing I don't know I've heard of a boo Radley I don't know what that is but I've heard <laughs> of it I feel like there's some reason why they used to call... They used to have some weird nicknames in American sports, didn't they? Mm. And I think Boo is one of them. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> and yeah, helps the fans, <laughs> doesn't it? Uh, what was the first one? 
Haunted Eddie. Oh, Haunted Eddie. <laughs> I like some things, man. I really like that one. <laughs> Maybe it's in Vietnam. <laughs> uh, I, on the nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably Boo. That would be uh, my guess. Fair. Okay, we'll go Boo. Okay. Uh, nine. Jose Bautista is a renowned baseball player who was born in the Dominican Republic. What did the fans call him? Joey the Ghoul. Joey the Witch. <laughs> Joey Bats. Joey the Cauldron. Did you say his name was Jose? That's uh, yeah. And they call him Joey. And they call him Joey. <laughs> call him Jose. It's not that hard to say. It's the same. Um, I mean Joey Bats. Like you said, that seems Sometimes very. Sometimes he does. It's, it seems very <laughs> on the nose. That especially if he's a pitcher, that'd be real funny. Yeah, that's he's just true. bad at it. <laughs> it's an ironic nickname. Um, say the others again. Joey the Ghoul. <laughs> but I mean. Maybe if he was like really, really pale. Yeah, but he's from the Dominican Republic. But, yeah, <laughs> surely he, not. He's, he's not, unless he is, and it's. Sort of and like... then yeah, or oh, he's really, really dark-skinned, and then that's <laughs> ironic again. <laughs> ironic nickname. Or racist. Not sure. Possibly. Which. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, so Joey the Ghoul, Joey the Witch, Joey Bats, or Joey the Cauldron. He can't be Joey the Witch, can he? <laughs> he's a bloke. Yeah. He wouldn't. Uh, it depends when it's from, but I think Joey the Witch. He Joey wouldn't. The Wizard. Yeah, or Warlock. That's the the male equivalent, right? Yeah. I wouldn't... I don't think they would call him Joey the Witch. Unless it's other teams calling it. Cause he, or unless he cast... Uh, even if he cast a spell on you, you'd call uh, you him would something else. call him a wizard or or a dickhead. I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you call him a witch. I don't think you call him a cauldron. Because <laughs> what know, does that mean? He's massive. <laughs> he's got a big old arse. everything. <laughs> Sturdy base to him, hasn't it? <laughs> Eats everything. Uh, I don't think you call anybody a Made cauldron. A <laughs> <laughs> got that? Oh, again, that's Cast probably dying. just racist again, isn't it? <laughs> He's got that pull to him. Um, I, I think it's got to be Joey the Ghoul then, or Joey Bats. Joey Bats, isn't it? Joey Bats. It seems really on the nose, but it can't be Joey the Ghoul, surely. <laughs> that's a terrible nickname. <laughs> I think Joey Bats. I think we've got to go Joey Bats. Okay. Uh, question 10. Sunderland have a terrifying Halloween-themed nickname. Ah, one we know. Do you know what it is? I do. The Wearside Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Cats. Yeah. The Roker or Rocker Pumpkins. Roker, that's the old stadium. The Roker Pumpkins. Roker Park was their old or stadium. Or the Cobwebs. The Cobwebs. Imagine if they were called the cobwebs. <laughs> the worst name. <laughs> Never clean. <laughs> yeah, just dusty. We all our players are real dusty. It is the black cats. I yeah. know that one. That was the only one that I knew the answer to. I thought it was going to be easy. This is a kid's quiz. Do you want to know our score? I do. Wait. I no. can go through them. We want to go through the answers and okay. then we know our score. Cool. Yeah. Uh... Question one, mm -hmm. which England player wore the number 13 shirt at the Euros in 2021? Yeah. It was Aaron Ramsdale. Touching. Ding. Work that out. What is Queen's Park FC's spooky nickname? Yeah. We went with the Cauldrons. We did. Because they got big fat bums. Yeah. <laughs> they were the spiders. The spiders. I would never have guessed that. I don't feel like spiders. Like, spiders, innit? 
I guess that's what it is. They're just yep. shit. <laughs> what what possibly they got eight legs? What what is it about them? <laughs> creepy, real creepy. They looking. could all be real creepy. Just walk around real creepy. Like I, I don't know why, but they creep me out. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be scared of them, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way they move. <laughs> um, number three. Uh, the Chicago Cubs endured a curse for 71 years. One of them said to be responsible. It is, of course, a goat. Yes! Our weird short si- short-lived short series pays off. Uh, what is Melbourne Football Club's nickname? Is the Demons. I told you, didn't I? I told you it could be the Devils. <laughs> I'm good at this game. Um, which of the following linebackers played for Kansas City Chiefs? It was Zombo. Oh! <laughs> Oh, damn like it. A Zomboni. A Zomboni. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually think that when you said it. Uh, that's frustrating. Which Manchester United legend was born on Halloween? Here's Marcus Rashford. I disagree with that. <laughs> I disagree with that question in its entirety. But you were right. I should have gone with your uh, with your knowledge. Um, question seven. So we are... What are we? Half marks are we so far? Two, three, yeah, three from six. Yeah, six, yeah. Question seven. In Brazil, there's an American football team with a Halloween-themed name. Mm-hmm. What are they called? They are the Porto Alegre Pumpkins. I knew it. <laughs> I knew that was one of the sounded the best. Porto Alegre Pumpkins. That's such a good name. I love it. I'm their fan now. Oh, he's the Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> And now I've got to cut this whole thing. <laughs> not even close to Brazilian. <laughs> oh, actually, no, Brazilian's tough. It's not like that. <laughs> Can you imagine, uh, like, Mourinho <laughs> or Pele. Ma- managing the pumpkins? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, question eight. Former New York Giants player Eddie Lee Williams' name isn't particularly frightening. But what was his Halloween-friendly nickname? Yeah. It was Boo. Yeah, I knew it. I knew the answer. Uh, Jose Bautista, renowned baseball player who was born in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. What did the fans call him? Joey Bats. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> I wonder if he was a pitcher. I hope that's an ironic nickname. I feel like it isn't. Americans don't really do irony, no, do they? they? Don't. <laughs> he probably just hits it real good. I mean, they probably just couldn't pronounce... Bautista. That probably is what it is, yeah. Batista. Cool. Oh, Joey ba- Bats. Fuck it. Ba- um, <laughs> That's how Jackie Chan got his name. Do you know that? Jackie Chan was never called Jackie Chan, but he went to... Of course he wasn't called No, he, his name is Chan <laughs> Kong San, is his real name. And he went to Australia because... That, I, don't know, I don't know why he went to Australia specifically, but he was in Australia like working on building sites and stuff, just trying to get by. And they were like, what's your name? He said, oh, Chan Kong San. They said, nah. Not not learning that. Your name's Jackie from now on. None of that. And he's been called Jackie ever since. Well, he's not really called Jackie, but he's gone by Jackie ever since. Um, question 10. Sunderland have a terrifying... Uh, oh, yeah. We underplayed that a little bit. Yeah. Terrifying Halloween-themed nickname. Do you know what it is? And it is the terrifyingly named Black Cats. I would say that they are. that is the least terrifying thing about Halloween specifically cats. black cats you see them all year round they're not scary at all no. <laughs> they're nice um so we scored six out of ten pretty good good try you did well and some of those questions were particularly spooky <laughs> <laughs> i don't disagree <laughs> epic halloween sports quiz 
Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Epic, epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Epic Halloween Quiz Sports. Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. Epic Halloween Sports Quiz. It's time for World Record of the Week. Everyone's the best at at least one thing. It's a World Record of the Week. And I've gone a bit left field for World Record of the Week this week. Is it? We've not done one that has been solely an animal before, I don't think. An oh. animal breaking a world record. Not even a trained animal. Just No, this is just an animal. That they were like, they, so they, they t- tagged a hatchling of a bird. Not sure entirely why, I guess just to track it. But mm-hmm. they tagged it with a little GPS. Big brother, it? True. Can't go anywhere now. Can't yeah. do anything these days. Uh, they tagged it with a little GPS chip and a tiny solar panel to power the GPS chip. To power the thought, bird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really cute. It's just a tiny, it's a tiny little solar panel. It's only a little chip, but they, they didn't want to put a watch battery in or anything. Being like... Uh, what's the word? Eco-friendly, isn't it? Yeah. So they put a little tiny solar panel on him. <laughs> that was cute. Um, and so he was he was born this summer. He is five months old. He is a young bar-tailed godwit, uh, which is a bird that hatches in Alaska and then migrates to somewhere else. Anywhere else. A lot. Of, yeah, somewhere <laughs> in the south, basically. Um, and he broke the record for the longest continuous flight known. And he's only five months. He's only five months old, Oof. but he is a bird. So how long do birds live? A couple of years? So he's probably like adolescent by now. Um, do you want to guess how long he continuously flew for in miles? Do you know what sort of size this bird is? Um, I've seen pictures, but there was nothing for scale. But they're bigger than a sparrow, I reckon. I reckon they're sort of like a mid-sized bird, about that. I'm holding my hands a little bit apart. Yeah. That's a, that's how big I reckon he is. Not not much bigger than my hands touching, it, but a little bit bigger than that. You'd think like something like an albatross or something would have that record. You would think so, or and like you could a, put a big old uh, solar panel on an albatross. Yeah, you get like a whole like roof full of them. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, like albatross. I don't know if they're migratory though. Are they albatross? Ooh. They live over uh, water, don't they? Yeah. So. Would something like that migrate? They just live over the sea, so they just stay over the warm bit of the sea, right? I don't know. That's what I'd do. But then uh, that's <laughs> continuous. True. Yeah, they must fly for ages. But is it really flying what they do? They just hover, don't they? They just <laughs> they just put their wings out like this and then just stay in the air for I, ages. I imagine con- they'd contest it's more like <laughs> flying than we do. Than what I've done. <laughs> It's like when somebody, somebody's speaking Polish or like speaking English with a Polish accent. You're like, that's it's more like English than what you could do in Polish, isn't it, <laughs> dickhead? Um, I would have said like a Canadian goose 
because they migrate yeah, a long greasy way. Yeah, goose. Yeah. So a stinky greasy goose. <laughs> <laughs> Only the stinky ones. They're the ones that fly longest, aren't they? Fly That's how they get so stinky. <laughs> um, so. I imagine that this is a sort of record that can change a lot because they've only just they only just set it last year and it's been broken again mm. by this guy. Um, so but I imagine this haven't tracked that many birds. I think that's probably the problem. Canadian geese fly from like Canada to here. Yeah, and that's like thousands of miles. Well, this one flew. I want to tell you. I want you to guess how many miles you think it flew continuously. Eleven thousand. Well, the correct answer is 8,435, which is not far off. But so it flew from Alaska to Australia, to Tasmania in Australia. Well, I got eaten by a Tasmanian dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were interested as to whether this is the way that they normally go. So apparently, <laughs> yeah, literally, Bartel Godwitz, they don't like go with their parents or anything. The parents go earlier. And <laughs> the young ones, just like when it's time for them to migrate, they just work it out. <laughs> they just go up. I've never understood how birds migrate. No. It's such a bloody long way that they go. How do they know where they're going? I can't. They, like, they've they got internal compasses, haven't they? Birds? Yeah. They have like a compass like in their brain. It's based on magnetic poles. Yeah. They have like a magnetic part of their brain that can give them... That, so they know which direction they need to go in, right? Yeah. But why do they need to... Why do they know that's the right direction? Yeah. I, I can understand you need to go south. Yeah, that, that's just inbred and into you. I know you. what South feels like. Yeah, and it would be getting warmer as you go, so you'd know like this feels warmer. Yeah, this is the right way. But how do they know how to get to Australia specifically? Yeah. So they go to apparently they go to New Zealand and Australia. I can hear them. <laughs> Once you hear didgeridoos, turn right. <laughs> uh, I've never. I don't understand birds. I think they're amazing. Migratory birds specific, specifically. It's yeah. such a weird thing. And like homing pigeons as well. Such a weird talent to have. Yeah. To just be able to find a specific spot. But I guess they're up in the air. It's a lot easier to see. But a lot of them, I don't think they do it by sight, do they? No. They just no, do I don't it think so. by inbred nature. They just know what they're doing. Yeah. Weird. Um, but anyway, he did it. So he continuously flew for 8,435 miles. Do you want to guess how many days it took to fly eight and a half thousand miles? Oh, this is like Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> Was he laden? <laughs> Was it two of them carrying a coconut? <laughs> um, I have no idea. How, how fast do you think they can fly? Like, well, I know the answer. So Twelve miles know. an hour? 20, 20 miles I'm an not, hour? I'm not even going to input because I know the answer and it will shock you, the answer. It's going to be like hundreds of days. That's what you would think, wouldn't it? That's what I thought. I thought it must be ages. The answer is 11 days. How, what? I don't, I'm not sure it's... Some planes take longer than that, don't yeah, they? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's 767 miles per day that he flew <sighs> continuously. Now that is... We'll divide that by 12. A lot. There's <laughs> a lot per hour, like 80-odd miles an hour. That seems very fast. Which way are the prevailing winds? Was, did he fly? <laughs> or was he just blown? It's wind assisted. This record. It's wind assisted. <laughs> that uh, I have never thought really how fast can birds fly, but I've never thought, wow, that bird's going eighty miles an hour past me. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. No, I guess the air's thinner up there, so you could glide through it a bit easier. It still seems. Are ridiculous. they quite sure? 
that <laughs> <laughs> it didn't just drop off and like land on a, a plane or something yeah <laughs> they're not sure because they haven't found the bird yet they said they're going to go and try and find the bird which you think when you've got a gps tracker on it you don't need to try to find the bird you, you will find the bird <laughs> just follow the gps tracker <laughs> it'll be there it's not that hard um it's like geocaching it's got a little, have a little... <laughs> a little camera thing that's, that's what the solar panel's for power the camera isn't it <laughs> Um, it is known the bird is known by its satellite tag two three four six eight four. Classic. Oh, I Classic thought that, that's so sad. Give it a name. It's a world record yeah. breaker. Give him a name. And has it is that gone into Guinness? I I assume <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, and he also apparently they don't know this about this bird, but apparently this species of bird loses half of its body weight when migrating. Oh, at least <laughs> they literally. I guess they must have massive fat reserves. That they just burn off by flying eight, eight and a half thousand miles. So it maybe got quicker as he went as well. True or slower, because I don't know. Yeah, probably quicker. <laughs> probably is quicker. <laughs> Unless he started off really like, go as high just, as possible. Just, he just flew up for the first yeah, yeah. ten days, <laughs> and then and it's all just <laughs> gravity in it after that. <laughs> And talking of people who are affected by gravity, it's time. <laughs> I'm getting running out. <laughs> it's He's the t- only one. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for David Watch. And one of his records is actually a little bit gravity related. Oh, that's oh, nice. Very good. Not this one though. The first one is his 250th broken record. Ooh. What's interesting is, so this is his 250th breaking of a record. Right, because he had this previously. This is a record he's had previously, and he said it was his seventy-third record that he broke, and now he's counting it as his two hundred fiftieth world record that he's broken. I see. So I think he's padding his stats a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't hold two hundred fifty world records. He's just broken world records two hundred fifty times. Yes. Yep. Which is still impressive, but it's a slight distinction. Some of them, people didn't break in between. He broke and then uh, broke again yeah. as is well. Yeah, is he counting that as like when he rebreaks his own record? Yeah. Does he, do you count that? I'm not sure. I bet he does. Oh, he probably does. I've had his stats. <laughs> um, this is a record for blowing a pee. The most... Da-da-da, <laughs> 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 context. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. Um, this is a record, yeah, for blowing a pee, the furthest distance uh, in one breath. This isn't shooting a pee. No, so it's you are not allowed a straw or nothing. It right. is, yeah, it's on the floor, and you blow it on the floor. I guess it wouldn't have to be on the floor; it could be on a table. How tall was this hill? Has to be on flatland. Define flat. Good thinking, though. I like. <laughs> if you blow it far enough, come it to the <laughs> yeah, earth, and it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think use your common sense. It has to be flat. Uh, the rules are there to control the fun. It's true. It is true. Guinness should be... Uh, they should have made him have like a spirit level on yeah, the ground, yeah. I reckon. Um, I don't know if they did, but I don't think they did. <laughs> I think they just took his word for it, which is probably how he gets all his records. Just take my word for it. <laughs> Do you want to guess how far he blew a pee in one breath? <sighs> That's how is that you trying, Is that you trying to do it? Um... <laughs> What you've done there is made a fatal mistake. Puff my cheeks. In right, you're trying to think how he did it, 
Oh, uh, yeah. Can you work out the wrinkle? But he, it wasn't he... one big blow. He just... Yeah. <sighs> and followed it. Sort of, but not exactly. He did a big... <sighs> and then held his breath. And then chased after it. And then when it gets sort of slows down, <sighs> again, without breathing in. And how did they check that? Very good question. So he had like a peg on his nose. But you can breathe in in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess he, he probably must... breathed through his ears now. <laughs> he probably developed a new technique, hasn't he? I just passively absorb yeah, air into my, through my skin. <laughs> growth mindset. <laughs> Breathing mindset, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I imagine he must have had a, a GoPro on his chest or something viewing his face. So that you could tell that he wasn't breathing in. But yeah, I'm not sure. Suspicious. Yeah, very suspicious. But he did sound very out of breath at the end of it. How many times do you think he tried this to get that technique? Well, there is a a, a story behind this record. So when he first saw it, apparently it was in at 20-odd feet, the record. And there was ambiguity in the rules as to whether you could do this technique, whether you were allowed to go past the line where you first blow it or whether you have to stay behind that line and just wait so dude perfect originally broke the record doing that going past the line Mm -hmm. and he was allowed to do it so they broke that record david immediately pounced once he saw their video (laughs) (laughs) immediately pounced and broke the record it's since been broken again this is him re-breaking it right um i can't remember what your original question was what was it uh I don't know. How did he know? Was it how? Oh, how long? Oh, how, how, long how many? How many different techniques? Did how he long try? do you think he took that technique? I think so. He saw the dude perfect guys doing it. And what technique did they go for? The double blow. So blow and then chase after it and blow again. Right. And they they I think did it about three times in his record. In this one, he does it about five. He's chasing it for ages, and it looks quite dangerous. Like he's very hyperventilating at the end. <laughs> yeah that's quite hard to do it is hard to do isn't it and it is a very much a, a directed blast of air that he's going I, I can see why it'd be better than a continuous yes because you're not gonna it's not gonna pick up momentum yeah because it's only you, a peak. you would be maintaining its momentum by blowing yeah. it all the time which you would run out of very quickly yes whereas it will maintain a lot of its momentum anyway yeah so you don't need to keep yeah, maintaining the it. Small the small amount of momentum it has. Yeah. So re restarting it is definitely the I way to go. So. I think. And also, you can't keep up with it with the slow blow. It, it's going quite fast. Yeah. Oh, I guess you could blow it really slowly to start. Yeah. And just then keep up with it. But I guess he probably tried that that attempt that uh, method. Yeah. He doesn't leave any stones unturned, does no. he? No. So how far do you reckon? He blew so it. You, you said the first, the original breaking was 23 feet. Yes, 23 or 28, one of those two. What's that in new money? Uh, eight meters, about that. Oh. And you said, ooh. Uh, I'm going to say probably, I'm going to say 27 meters. Oh, that is incredibly close. <laughs> he says it's 26 meters, but he also said it's 84.94 feet. Which I make to be more like 28 metres, I oh. think. Because it's about three foot to a yard. Well, it's exactly three foot to a yard. Yeah. And a yard is about a metre. Yes. So I don't see how you're losing that much 
the two meters worth over that amount of time so i think you're probably about right it's about 27 <laughs> meters <laughs> i'm gonna give it to you word record to you <laughs> and the other record that he broke this week was this is the gravity one he was tripped over <laughs> just <laughs> fell the most down a hill <laughs> i fell wish the most <laughs> i'm gonna need four more than if if anybody's else. gonna find the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most fooliest. Is <laughs> it <laughs> 251? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> no, this was a record for the most number of apples sliced with a katana whilst doing a pogo on a pogo stick. Right? Did he take this off anybody? <laughs> what the pogo stick is <laughs> <laughs> children i think uh no i don't i don't know it's yeah, hard to just tell invented it i think he probably invented it and then asked him how many do you want me to do and they were like just do some i don't care <laughs> <laughs> do some we'll give you it. i don't care um so yeah he was bouncing on a pogo stick i think it was in a minute i didn't write down how long it was um do you want to guess how many he did so he's a pogo sticking one-handed and Qatar no-handed Pogo stick in no handed, mostly both That's two impressive. hands of the katana. Yeah, so it is quite impressive, and it did take him two years to learn how to pogo stick no handed. Just for this, effectively just for this. Although he's a bit of a circus <sighs> skills kind of guy, isn't he? Yeah, like he likes true. having all these skills. John Hannon throwing the. Jonathan Hannon did the throwing. Uh, I think it was Seth Lemons's tree. I don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> did they tell him? I don't think so. They're crab apples, so you can't eat them anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> you just go nick his apples, I reckon, <laughs> off his tree. But I remember him doing another one where he had crab apples, and I think they were settler images. <laughs> I think. He's just, he's just going around, like, chopping all his bushes he's down. He's basically just stuff. annoying his neighbours. That's, <laughs> that's what he does for a job now, basically. Uh, but yeah, Hannah, oh, World record, world record. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you nicked my fence? Oh, world record, world record, isn't it? <laughs> Um, so Hannah was throwing them mm. both handed uh, David was holding onto the pogo stick with his knees and like slicing for a bit for a bit he had to like not be slicing and just like po- uh, balance oh, for a bit okay. because he just couldn't and Jonathan Hannah was just sort of throwing apples at him basically <laughs> that nice. time, just knocking him over I reckon that was the bit that Jonathan Hannah lived for yeah. <laughs> oh you can't go ping 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 uh, oh why do you why are you throwing them so hard because oh, if you throw them hard enough they, they might they might just themselves. slice by accident yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great, great idea. Why are you throwing them on my face? Because uh, th- if I throw them hard enough, <laughs> I just slice. slice on your nose. Um, do you want to guess how many he did in a minute, I think? Like 12? The correct answer is 56. What a second. Yeah, very. I think it was a minute. It might have been two. Possibly it was two minutes. I did watch the full record, but I, I lose track of time when I'm watching David. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a different dimension. Um he bought four different pogo sticks trying to do this record. Wow. So the first one he bought was too small, wasn't allowed. Probably should have checked eh? that before. Um, why, so, why would a pogo stick be too small for a record that's predominantly about chopping? Good question. Don't know. Maybe it's easier to balance a smaller one? Maybe. Maybe they don't want kids trying it because it is with a big old sharp sword. So yeah, you have to be big enough to ride this pogo stick <laughs> to be able to do this record. Um, so his kids got that one. He then bought another one that he had to like belt himself onto to be able to do it no-handed. 
and you're not allowed to belt. Hmm? Why did he have to belt himself onto it? I don't know. I, I don't know if that was just the design of the pogo stick. So, like, it was a no-handed pogo, perhaps, but you have to belt yourself onto it to make it work. Don't know. Couldn't work out that. But yeah, he, he then had to buy another one anyway to to do it. Um, so his fourth one, he finally got one that he could actually pogo no-handed, like holding on with his knees, pogoing right. no-handed. Um, I already told you how many it was. They he threw Hannon threw seventy-four. Mm. He hit sixty-three of them with the sword, so eleven were just hits on David. <laughs> Hannon was delighted. Uh, only fifty-six of them were allowed because some of them were thrown before the last one was hit by the sword, and that apparently is against the rules. So that means you can't just like tip whole buckets at him. You can't just be chucking buckets at the sword and hope that they see how many to slice. Um, and David reckons he's now he goes by the moniker the real fruit ninja. That's that's what he's calling himself you can't now. Can't give yourself nicknames. That's a very good point. I fully agree. Like he calls Jonathan Hannon Hollywood Hannon. That's fine for David to do. But if yeah. Jonathan Hannon called himself Hollywood Hannon, I would lose all respect for him. Also, I imagine he hates it. I, I imagine <laughs> so as well. It was also Jonathan Hannon's birthday the day they were doing this. <laughs> so what a lovely present to be able to throw apples at David. Oh, what 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 did you give me for my birthday? <laughs> Bowl of apples. <laughs> <laughs> now throw them at me. Throw them at me. Team of the Team of the week this week is the Brazil Women's Rugby League team who are playing at the World Cup, the Women's Rugby League World Cup, which has just started. So many Rugby World Cups on right now. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Except for the fact that some of them are Rugby League World Cups. And I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I hate Rugby League. <laughs> but yeah, there is Rugby Union Women's World Cup, which I haven't seen much of yet. It's not, I don't think any of it's been on the telly, is it? No. It's and- a shame. I always lose track of whether it's still on because the games are so far apart because it's rugby. Yes, they have to recover, don't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's not a huge amount of them. Also, is it in Australia or New Zealand or somewhere like that? Mm, yeah, New Zealand. Somewhere that side of the world. So all the games on are at weird times as yeah. well. So it's very hard to keep track of whether things are still going on. Um, but this one's in England. The Rugby League Women's World Cup is in England. And Brazil are playing. They played in the opener today, which today is Tuesday. And they didn't play all that well, I will say that. They were playing England, who are probably one of the favourites, I imagine, um, for the tournament. But they did lose 72-4, I think was the final score. So a four is a try. A four is a try, yeah, an unconverted try. So it's four points for a try, two for a conversion in rugby league. Because it has to be... It has to be less than rugby union. It just has to be different. <laughs> That's the only reason they do anything. They number the players back to front. They do. <laughs> it's stupid. I hate rugby league. Um, but what is interesting about them is that it is only their third ever game of international rugby league. That's ridiculous. That they are playing as the World Cup opener. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, they are. They played France in a warm-up game. And apparently only narrowly lost. I don't know how good France are at rugby league in know. general. Don't have a clue. But that seems like a fairly good result. Yeah. They also smashed Argentina 48-0 in their oh, first wow. ever international. Again, don't know how good Argentina are. But it does sound like Brazil are up-and-comers, despite how, having only just started. How did they qualify? So there wasn't a qualifying. Okay. It was a select. They selected a number of teams to come, I guess, because there isn't enough 
women's rugby league teams to have qualifiers to, to have qualifiers sure. to a cost-effective qualifiers anyway yeah. um so i think they just picked teams i don't know if i don't know what like how many women's rugby league world cups there have been before don't know, don't know but um i get the feeling not many yeah yeah uh, it still feels like a kind of fledgling tournament um they were selected because of the infrastructure plans for growth and potential impact at the delayed 2020 tournament right so they've obviously seen something in them oh yeah i think i remember seeing interviews with some of them before like ages ago right when they made the selections yeah right i literally hadn't heard about it until yesterday when i saw this yeah article. <laughs> um I, I didn't i don't think i'd even heard of the women's rugby league world cup didn't know there was going to be one so no. <laughs> it's not been very well publicized but it was quite like it was main page of the bbc today so yeah. it is being publicized now which is good um so england got off to a good start brazil scored their first try in the women's rugby league world cup so that's good yeah got it. and they i think they are hopeful of getting some results i don't think they would have expected to beat england no no um but i think they've got a chance apparently of getting some results so that's nice. good um they only formed in 2018 they have a talent pool of 150 players <laughs> that's it that's the total of all <laughs> the women in, in brazil only 150 of them play rugby league um and six of the 23 in the squad only started playing rugby in the last 12 months. That's mental. That is mental, isn't it? <laughs> and now you're going to the World Cup. Yeah. The, the World What? <laughs> the, the What Cup? <laughs> is there such a thing? Um, that is what I like about women's sport in general, although some women's sport is quite like, is getting towards sort of professional level now. Yes. Women's football yep. is obviously there and women's cricket is kind of getting there. But there is some women's sport that are a long way behind yeah. the men's and it is like very fledgling and you get all these like crazy things as players turning up that have never played the game before and it's i like that it's way more exciting those sort <laughs> yeah, of things and true. if they win a game it will be an incredible story for them to win a game having yeah. like half a quarter of their squad only just started playing the game to to get Still a win would be amazing it all around yeah <laughs> it would be amazing they apparently played today in front of uh, around fit they estimated before the game it was going to be fifteen thousand spectators in brazil they have never played in front of more than a hundred spectators before <laughs> and i don't think it's friends and family that isn't it <laughs> in fact it's two men and a dog isn't it and in the park so it's it's quite a step up like yeah. and for them to have scored a try and i did i watched a little bit of the game didn't watch very much don't really like rugby league in general as i've made very clear <laughs> but i did watch a little bit of it and they didn't seem to be playing all that badly yeah like they they were passing it like real people <laughs> uh, <laughs> they weren't very good in defense but again you would yeah. probably expect that's probably the bit that you would expect them to be uh, bad at you have to be so well drilled don't you it's particularly in rugby league like i think you can get away with it in union a little bit more because it's a bit more frenetic yeah whereas rugby league you you make a tackle you stand up and everyone has to be in the right position, otherwise it's going to be a try. Yeah, I hate it. It's such a stupid game, <laughs> but it's really exciting for them, and I really hope they go on to get a result. Mm. I don't know who else they've got in the group, but I really hope they do go on to get at least a result. Yeah, uh, for to sure. Take home because they've come a long way, <laughs> and it would be really disappointing to come all this way and not get any results. I don't imagine they would be though. I don't. I don't think they would be disappointed. disappointed? Maybe not because like to play in front of fifteen thousand yeah, people, it's an experience in itself, isn't probably it? Probably enough. Yeah, yeah. In perhaps. fact, go home now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that your advice? Is it? 
theme of the week. Funny story this week. Yay. Aston Villa fans were baffled. They were left baffled last <laughs> baffled week. Baffled they are. When a it's plane flew hard. over. It's not hard to baffle a, <laughs> baffle a Villa fan, is it? Cat ran Why are we losing road? so many games? <laughs> baffled. Um, they were they were confused, stumped yeah. even. Yeah. When the Aston Villa shirts on the Aston Villa website, the mm-hmm. supporters' shirts, were shown with an Everton badge on them. Yeah. So this isn't like the main badge. No, it's not. It's just the little tag. A tiny little tag. At the bottom. I don't know how they spotted it. Who, who's got time enough to be yeah. looking at that? It's also so tiny that it's like pixelated when you zoom in on it. You can't really see. It has very good eyes. You can't really see. But when you do see, it is clearly You can't unsee it. it. Yeah, it's true. Maybe it's like one of these things where you just see what you want to see. Optical illusion. Yeah, and now I've been told it's Everton. Yeah. I can't see anything else. True. And actually, it's the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bigger Bigfoot. Kazoo, who are Aston Villa's current sponsors, yeah. were previously front-of-shirt sponsors for fellow Premier League out for Everton until the end of last season. So, they do were. you think they've just painted some Everton shirts? This is the question that I had with that particular statement. What do you think that means? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they both were sponsored by the same... Or you think there's some sort of cabal, shady cabal that uh, they've just it's gotten together. Sharpie. Yeah. Surely they make them separately. <laughs> they make them in different... Well, they probably make them in the same... Kazoo wouldn't be making them anyway. <laughs> what am I yeah, talking about? Kazoo are a car the... manufacturer or car salespeople. They're not the shirt makers. No. Um, it was announced in March that the online car retailer would carry on sponsoring Villa well we'll see if that carries on yeah after this after, <laughs> after this scandal after Adidas or whoever have <laughs> yeah. fucked up the shirts um, yeah. a statement from Kazoo read we can confirm that the Kazoo sponsorship of Everton Football Club will not continue after the end of the current season because of this presumably because <laughs> of this scandal <laughs> scandalous somebody's going to lose their job for this we were unable to agree suitable terms to extend our sponsorship of Everton those terms were you have to put badges <laughs> on everybody's shirt our badge goes everywhere or else <laughs> have a great week This is very Christian, very glorious. Mmm, <laughs> cheese twist. See you, suckers.